I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Hi, I'm Jessica from Perry Hall. I want to know if I'm a bad mom for taking my kid's dog to the shelter. Oh, God. You, you, you have come to the, the wrong show. Uh-oh. My dog-loving bones just get mad. Well, okay. well what happened, though? Well, like, well, what's, what's going on here? Let's explain first what we're doing. If you've never been here for this before, this is Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess, and this, this bit kind of just fell in our lap accidentally, and we just kind of keep rolling with it. What are we doing, Jess? So parents have called into the show and basically shared stories of when someone in their life has essentially called them a bad parent. And they want to bring that situation to us and to you to see if they were in the wrong or if that person in their life basically was out of line. So what happened here? My kids, I have two boys, Uh 10 and 13. And since they could talk, they've been begging my husband and I to get a dog. And you can imagine we work, we run these two boys around. We just are busy. Mm -hmm. But my husband and I talked and we decided... They've been asking. They're great kids. This might be a really good lesson in responsibility and taking care of something. Sure. So we just made it very clear and sat them down and said, we will get you a dog if and only if, and we laid it out, you take care of the dog. So we got them a dog. We named it, or they named it Ravioli, because that's what we had for dinner the night we oh, got God. him. Why do I already love this dog? <laughs> I don't. This is not going to end well. Now, now I'm invested. Before I knew the name, I didn't care. Now I'm like, never eat ravioli again. I know. You ruined it for me. Okay. okay so, yeah, ravioli. What happened? Yeah, what did the boys do? Why? Well, they just didn't take care of it. Like we said very clearly that they needed to. So when they get home from school, they are expected or were expected to walk the dog to feed it dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't do everything. We, I get it. They're still kids. Yeah. They have homework. But they basically just ignored the responsibility that they agreed to. Yes. You know, it just got to the point where my husband and I were not benefiting from watching our kids really appreciate and enjoy having an animal. Oh, God. So about two weeks ago, I got home and there was dog poop just in our living room. (laughs) I could tell it had been sitting there for a while. No. And the boys were sitting on the couch... (laughs) In the living room, playing video games. And I ha- I just lost my mind. Still in my, you know, anger cloud. Yeah. They were at soccer practice. I took the dog back to the shelter. So, what? Wait, where, where did bad mom, who called you a bad mom in this situation? Okay, so my brother came over, you know, a couple days for the football game and just asked where Ravioli was. And I just said to him, I took him to the shelter. He just said flat out, like, you're a bad mom. Why would you do that? So how long did you actually wait until you took the dog away after seeing the boys obviously weren't doing anything about it? It was six weeks, about. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, okay, so this is what we do. I'm sure sure you've heard the segment now, but what we do now is we, we ask you to call in and, like, 
you know, Jessica said that she told her kids we can get a dog because they really wanted one, but if you don't take care of it, we're getting rid of the dog. So they gave it six weeks. The kids just stopped taking care of the dog, and she took it right back to the shelter. Was that the wrong move to make, to get called a bad mom? Call us and tell us, 410-583-1065. Jessica. I hate this, and I think this sucks, but I understand where you are coming from. My God. Because you, for an entire month, they basically didn't do anything. And I and I hate it, but like sometimes it takes something like this for them to wake up to be like, I really did not. They wow. they didn't. They went back on their word. They didn't do anything they said that they were gonna do. You were both demonic. <laughs> you you both. Yeah, listen. That nothing makes me. And we we work with barks every single week in yeah. the dog shelter here. Like yeah. nothing makes me more upset when people are like, well, they had to bring the dog back. I can't think of many good reasons, especially this one, that like that would be the reason of why you would take your animal back to the shelter. I would never. I would never. And I I would expect to be called a bad parent as well in this situation. If I'm, if I'm being, and I, I just want to be blunt with you. Like I would be expected to call me a bad dad if I do that. That's fine. I don't care. It's it's the wrong move. Uh, let's let's get some calls. So four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is Jess on one from Abingdon. Jess, good morning. Gosh, so many Jesses on today. Good morning. Hi. Uh, do, do you think that's the wrong move to make by taking the dog back to the shelter? Absolutely. Yep. Um, my mom did something very similar to me as a child. Mm. I was probably like eight. Uh, my parents are divorced, and I'd had this dog for like a year and a half. Her name was Daisy. Not Daisy. Mm. And I came back from my dad's house one weekend, and I'm looking around for Daisy, and Daisy wasn't there. But why did they take Uh, your dog away, though? What what made them do that? Same thing. She said I wasn't taking it out for walks enough. Okay. um, And doing and taking care of it. And how Um, much therapy have you needed as an adult because of that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say therapy, but I mean on. Every couple of months, I think to myself, like, whatever happened to Daisy? Every couple like, of months. What happened to her? You wow. Know? This is, I mean, it's honestly. Like, she, like, get put down. Like, uh, it breaks my heart still. Yeah. And I still hold resentment towards my mom for it. Hey. Did she, did she, and so her reasoning was you just weren't helping enough? Have you guys had a conversation about it now that you're an adult? Or her whole thing was we just haven't. like, you just weren't. No, Let's call but, her. like, I mean, I had a cat, and, like, she took my cat to the vet one day and put it down because it, it had skin cancer. Oh, my God. Um, there is so much so, like, petrol. the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it seems unfair. So, like, obviously, from the kid's perspective, this is going to be awful. And this is my fear. 410-583-1065. This is Jen from Towson on 7. Uh, Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hi, good morning. She took her kid's dog back to the vet. I mean, back to the um, shelter. shelter and wants to know if that was really the bad thing to do here. So I kind of feel like she that was the right thing to do, even for the dog, because mm-hmm. dog should be with a family that's going to take care of it, play with it. If the dog is pooping in the house, that is a clear sign that not only is the bare minimum not happening, but it's really that's detrimental to the dog. Like dogs want to do that that feels shameful for them so like i feel like for the good of the dog Mm -hmm. that was the right thing to do Uh, and i actually i agree with you there because i think and what i had mentioned to her because obviously this is a crappy situation for everyone but she made it very clear that she and her husband 
were not on board. It was mainly for the boys. And so I kind of felt like from what you're coming from is it wasn't going to be the right home for the dog anyways. And that's what I was kind of afraid of. And don't get a dog. If if you're afraid you can't do it, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. I'm fired up, man. 410-583-1065. We're like 50-50 split on this. Laura from Aberdeen, we'll give you the last vote. Was that the wrong move to make? It was absolutely the wrong move. There she goes. Not not because she's not a bad mom, and I agree with her for wanting to teach her children a lesson like they didn't follow through. Yeah. But she's the adult, and when you're bringing a living creature into your house, you're yeah. taking on that responsibility. Yeah, and you can't, you can't that was like probably dictate that yeah, like, it's not their responsibility at the end of the day like it's not their ultimate responsibility a bunch of kids yeah take away their their video games or something else but don't take a living creature back to a shelter like that was traumatic for the dog um there was probably just a much better way to go about teaching your kids a lesson thank you for calling us i mean jessica it seems like most most parents are saying like that was that was the wrong move to make in the situation <laughs> that anybody who said that I'm a bad mom, including you, Kramer, has never probably ever been responsible for two little humans. No, I, I ha- and I haven't. But I'm telling you right now And I and I do and I and I and it sucks, but I do think that needs to be acknowledged. She has a lot on her I get I would here. never we're talking would, about two working parents here. Anyone that has to take a dog back to a shelter, you should have thought about that in the first place. I fist, and I, I don't mean to get emotional about this. I don't I know I've been really heated about this, but you should have taken into account that could have been a real possibility before you brought the dog into your house. Well Ravioli will find a better home with someone else. Okay. All right, there she goes. Thank you for calling us. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.